Hey hoes and welcome to another episode of Morning Cup of Hope Podcast. This episode we have Gracie coming in again to tell us a few things. Introduce yourself again, Gracie. <laughs> well, I am Grace. I am happy to be back. I am Imani's long-term best friend going on 15 years. Okay, well, thank you for being back, Gracie. Um she likes to say that she's my best friend, but I said I was not going to say that anymore. So we're going to move on. <laughs> Actions speak louder than words. That's what I will say. Yeah, that's why I'm going to delete your number today. All right. So like I said, we have Gracie on today and we're going to be talking about being a strong, independent woman, whether that's in a relationship, at work, like in your personal life, whatever it may be. We're going to talk about being a strong, independent woman. So I want to start off with Gracie asking, what do you think a strong, independent woman is? Well, what I did actually was I, I knew we were going to talk about this topic. So actually, like, I wanted to kind of just see, like, what the textbook definition was and then kind of base my own opinion on. So it says, being a strong, independent woman means that you are able to find happiness on your own without having to rely on another person or society for validation. Okay, that's actually a good definition. I'm happy you looked that up because I think that's not necessarily what I was going to say. So I guess going from your the textbook definition, what is your interpretation or what do you think it, that means? I, mean, I I definitely have some similarities in that definition. I think like if I think you should definitely be able to, you know, f- find happiness on your own. Like I don't think your happiness should be dependent upon someone else. Or something else. I mean, obviously things in life can give you happiness, but I don't think it should be solely depending on on someone else, I would say. So, you know, whether, you know, that means you like to take walks or read books or anything like that, you should be able to make yourself happy to a certain extent. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. I think a lot of times in like relationships or friendships or anything like that, you feel like the other person should be the reason that you're happy. And we put a lot of pressure on other people. But being independent in that way is like really taking accountability for how you feel on your own. And I was going to say also, like as part of my definition, I was thinking independent, not even necessarily as like with your feelings, but also like being able to do stuff on your own, like whether that's like going out on your own, being able to like handle your own business and things like that is part of my definition. Yeah, I I agree. I think like (laughs) you should be able to function by yourself, so to speak, because like, you know, you know, God forbid something does happen to that person that, you know, you're with or whatnot. Like, you have to still go on, you know? You still have to live and survive. So I think, you know, being able to still, you know, do all those things on your own is really important as well. Yeah, it's definitely important. Um, So I guess as far as, like, being an independent woman, would you like to find yourself as an independent woman? I would like to say so. (laughs) I would say so. I mean... I think I've definitely like my I've I've grown as a person over the years obviously I would say. So, you know, my strong independent self 5 years ago looks much different than, you know, who I am today, which I think is perfectly fine cuz I think, you know, throughout life you're supposed to grow and learn. 
So I would consider myself a, a strong, independent woman. <laughs> Still growing and learning every day. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, I've definitely gone in, I would say I've actually gone in cycles throughout my life because I feel like I was more so, well, I don't even know. I feel like in my mind, I wanted to be a strong, independent woman when I was younger, as in like, I didn't want to ask for help from nobody. Like I wanted to do everything on my own, that kind of thing. Um, then I kind of, I feel like when I got into a relationship, it was the same thing. But now I feel like I'm involved into like, I'm kind of in the middle, whereas I want to do things on my own, but I'm more willing to ask for help. Um, mm -hmm. than I would have been in the past. So I still feel like I'm independent in the in the fact that I can do things by myself, but I don't feel like it's necessary to have to do every single thing by myself or, you know, put so much pressure on myself. I mean, no, I agree. Especially like, like you just said, like, especially like when you're in a relationship, like, I mean, my viewpoint is like, if you're doing everything yourself, what's the point of being in a relationship? You know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to have a partner. So especially like, I think, to your point like evolving and you know looking different depending upon like the cycle or like the air you are in your life I think that's totally fine yeah I think so too like it really just depends on like and learning like especially in a relationship like learning the other person so has I guess how do you balance like if you do consider yourself an independent woman how do you balance being an independent woman and having a relationship because I think a lot of times when people hear like a strong, independent woman, you know, it's that thing like strong, independent woman and I don't need no man. So, <laughs> you know, that's because I, I mean, I feel like I guess we could kind of go into that, actually, because I feel like when we're talking about a strong, independent woman, like the definition that we gave, of course, like being able to make yourself happy and things like that. I don't think that's necessarily the first thing that people think about, because I know in my mind, the first thing like when I hear strong, independent woman. I'm, I feel like I'm more so looking at the negatives of it because of like how media portrayed it and just how I've heard it like growing up because I'm thinking like a woman that she really just don't care. Like she don't need nobody but herself. She gonna do everything on her own. She can go out on her own. Like she really does not take into consideration anybody else in her life. Like it's only gonna be her. And a lot of times that can push people away because she doesn't feel like those people are necessary. So I think have you, is that an idea that you have with a strong independent woman, like especially seeing it in the media and things like that? No, that's a really good point. I It's really interesting and funny to me how like, you know, just how society sometimes in the media portrays a strong independent woman versus a strong independent man. No one thinks twice about that. But if you're a strong independent woman, like, you know, I feel like some people or, you know, there's these stereotypes that come about, like these negative stereotypes, like, oh, she doesn't need anyone or she does this, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no, like, I mean, for me, I don't necessarily like to view it that way. I know it's definitely like, you know, a big stereotype, but I just see, I see it more from the perspective, like, kind of like, what's that say? I, you have to take care of yourself first, physically, mentally, and emotionally before you can take care of somebody else. You know what I mean? To a certain extent. So I kind of see it like that as like, it's like a partnership where like, I need to be doing my part for myself in order for me to even be with someone else or just like, you know, to just make myself whole as well. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I like the fact that you brought up like kind of that 
other side to it. Like people don't think that same thing about men. Like we always expect men to kind of put themselves first and like handle everything on their own. And we don't think that they're selfish for doing that. So when mm-hmm. the woman does the same thing, why do we see her as selfish? And I guess I really, really never thought about that, but it is a double standard. But I think because women are expected to be like more vulnerable and emotional and they are expected to need help. So when they don't portray that kind of standard that's put put out there, people think it's weird and like something must be wrong with her. It's funny because they're expected to need help, but they're oftentimes the caretaker. Yeah. Which is weird. Exactly. It's like the double-edged sword. I'm independent, but I'm also taking care of you at the same time. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what? I think it's because... A lot of times when you hear people, like when they're being the caretaker, people don't really consider that a job. So I think even though they're helping out in that sense, they don't they don't really picture that as being a real task. Like it's just like something they're supposed to do. Whereas the man has to go out the house. He has to work. He has to do all these things. And the woman's caretaking job is not seen as like a real job. No, I think that's a good point. I think like, especially like just giving a shout out to like stay at home moms and just moms in general. That is a full-time job. 24 hours, 7 days a week. You don't get you don't get any PTO like I mean, it's a lot. So like yeah. I think to your point, a lot of people don't give them enough credit of like how much that they do and how much work it is. Like it's it's a lot. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. So I think that's like probably the first thing that people just have to acknowledge how much work they do and realize that it is a job. And then maybe they will take women more seriously in the fact that, you know, we can do things on our own. We are, we can be self-sufficient. But I feel like because they're the homemakers, it looks like we're just dependent on a man, whereas that's not really the case. Mm-hmm. Because even if they are the homemakers, like, you know, they and they don't have like a, you know, like a nine to five job, like they still have a job that they're doing. And, you know, they're the one that's keeping the home life afloat and, you know, making sure everyone's fed, you know, just making sure the house continues to run. But I will also say, too, in, you know, 2020, I've actually seen quite a few stay-at-home dads, too, as well. So, times are definitely changing, and I think that stereotype is... I wouldn't say it's, like, obviously, it's not gone away yet, but it is, you know, starting to change. Because now I do see a lot of stay-at-home dads now that kind of take on that role of being, like, the quote-unquote primary parent at home. Right. And then, question, bringing it back to, like, the independent woman... So do you think a stay-at-home mom can be considered independent? And the reason I ask that is because I know a lot of times when you're thinking about independence, they may also be thinking of like, you know, being able to provide for themselves and things like that when technically that person doesn't have an income. So do you think they can be considered independent even though they're technically dependent on like the husband or whoever's bringing in that money? I might think that they're considered independent because at the end of the day, they're, they're staying home, they're taking care of the kids, you know, and that's, you know, the role they worked out with their husband or partner or whoever. So their partner can go to work and have an income and, you know, pay the bills and help pay the bills at home. So without, you know, the woman staying at home and doing all that stuff, he wouldn't be able to do that. Or he wouldn't be able to do it and be like, you know, such like a smooth transition, you know, for him. Okay, so going back to the original definition of an independent woman, I think as long as they're still also, you know, being able to have happiness on their own. Right. Without having to necessarily... And 
I don't I don't really consider them relying on somebody like their husband or their partner just because they don't have a job. I don't really consider that because, you know, they're at home. They have a job. They're taking care of the kids or they're doing whatever they're doing at home. So I think as long as they're still, you know, taking care of themselves, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, they're taking care of the home. They're doing I, I think they're still doing all the same things, even though that they don't go into the office and have a nine to five. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I definitely agree. And I want to kind of hit back on that first part that you said that the husband wouldn't be able to go to work and do everything he's doing if she wasn't doing what she was doing. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of puts into perspective that she's not necessarily relying on him like they're relying on each other because they both have jobs to do in order for everything to run smoothly. Exactly. Like it's that partnership, it's that agreement that they've come to as a couple. Like, I, I mean, you know, they're getting it done. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So that makes sense. So going back to like us saying, like both of us think that we're strong, independent women. Do you think your definition of being a strong, independent woman has changed since you've been in a relationship? I think somewhat. I think like, you know, when you're like single in a way you are used to like doing everything by yourself and not necessarily like having that partnership. So I think you know, when I did get into a relationship, I did have to kind of alter my thinking a little bit and, you know, obviously adjusted because, you know, I'm no longer single and by myself. I have a partner, I have a boyfriend, like, you know, so now we're in a partnership. So in my mind too, if I'm still doing all the same things that I was doing when, I'm, when I was single, even though I'm in a you know relationship and I have a partner, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, in my opinion. <laughs> No, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think it took me a minute to come to that fact, like what you're saying, that like I'm in a relationship, so I shouldn't have to do all the same things that I was doing previously. Because I think originally in my relationship, I tried to keep it exactly how it was. Like I didn't mm-hmm. want him Yeah, like I didn't want him to help me with anything. Like I wanted to do everything on my own. Like I guess I didn't want to seem like I was needy. Like I wanted to seem I don't really know what I was trying to portray. Like maybe like I had it all together or whatever the case may be. So it it took time for me to actually be more vulnerable, let him help me, ask for help. But mm-hmm. now I feel like, you know, now that been together for a while, like I'll let him do anything. Like, <laughs> like and that's why I was kind of like when we were talking yesterday before we even recorded and I was saying, I don't think I'm as independent anymore. Just because I feel like I let him do a lot more for me now than I would have let him do. And it's some stuff that's like not even necessary for him to do. But I just feel like he he likes being need needed. And I'm like, I like being lazy. So it'll be like just something simple like the TV's not working. And it says like, you know, you need to restart the TV. I'm calling him in here. When I could have just unplugged it and plugged it back in, I'm like, babe, the TV's not working. What do I need to do? Like just <laughs> just like little simple stuff because I feel like in a relationship you have to like I guess know the person and you know know what they want and also just being able to be vulnerable and allow them to do things for you but I was gonna say so yeah I started doing that more so now Mm -hmm. I think that takes time like I don't think that just happens overnight like I think you know the more you like learn each other grow as a couple and just in general like continue your life together. I think that some, sometimes some some of the things come naturally. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes, not always. And sometimes, like that's when you have like certain conversations of like, okay, um, you know, 
what 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 do you want to do what what can you know like you kind of like divide certain things up like so like i think i've talked about this before but like i me and my boyfriend we talked about it like early on like if i cook dinner you know he will do the dishes and vice versa if he cooks i will do the dishes so you know versus like when i was single i had cook and i clean (laughs) you know i didn't have i didn't have somebody else so like, but for me, like that works for us. And I think, you know, obviously every relationship is different. Like not to say that, you know, you have to do that. You know, some people like to do both, you know, if that floats your boat, that floats your boat. But for me, I like to like divvy up stuff or we like to divvy up stuff. So like, you know, if I do this, he'll do that or vice versa. And not to say that it's like 50-50 or, you know, 70-30 or whatever. It is honestly really just depends on the day, to be honest. No, I definitely agree with that. And I think like like you were saying, it doesn't always come naturally. I think that's true. But I think it's also like dependent on your partner because just like you have to feel comfortable like being able to let them do stuff and being open, like I feel like they have to provide that space for you to even be able to do that because if you have a partner that like you can obviously tell like they're irritated when you ask for help or like something like that like you're not going to feel comfortable asking them for help going forward you're not going to want to you know bring those things to their attention so I feel like they have to provide that space for you to be you to feel comfortable you to understand that they're willing to help you willing to like be there for you and things like that and then you can slowly start to open up and ask for help in those times when you need it. No, no, that's a good point. I think you brought up a good point, too, about just being vulnerable in general. Like, there has to be space for that to happen. And and even just trust, too, to a certain extent. Especially, like, if you're just used to doing everything by yourself. And, you know, now you have this other person. And you have to kind of relinquish, you know, some of that control and just trust (laughs) that person, too. Because I think sometimes, at least for me, it was also, like, a little bit of a control thing. Because, like, when you're obviously doing something yourself, you can't control exactly how it's done, you know, versus when somebody else is doing it. So I think it's also just relinquishing some of that control. Yeah, and that can be hard, especially when you've been doing it for so long and... And I feel like a lot of times we probably look at it like, you know, I've been doing it for this long by myself. I do it right. So why would I allow somebody else to do it? Like, what's the purpose? (laughs) Because I know that's how I be looking at it. (laughs) No, no. I mean, I agree. I think definitely to a certain point, because like I definitely have like certain little like quirks about me where I like things a certain way. But, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm asking somebody else to help me, like, I think there's a fine line of like control and letting them do it. Like, for example, I like my towels to be folded a certain way. <laughs> like I've always folded my towels, like this is the way I grew up and the way I learned how to fold my towels. So the first time like my boyfriend folded, like I was like, oh, how do you fold towels? And he folded them. And it's not the same way that I fold towels. Oh gosh. <laughs> so, I mean like, at the end of the day, like, obviously, I didn't, like, oh, my gosh, like, he felt down with a corp. I didn't say that. Because, like, you know, he was, like, putting in the effort to, like, fold towels. But, I, you know, I was like, well, you know, this is how I fold towels. But, you know, if you are folding them, you can fold them however the way you want to fold them. I really don't care if they get folded. You know what I mean? So that was, like, kind of, like, me, like, you know, relinquishing a little bit of control. Because, like, at the end of the day, it was still neat. It was just a different way of folding. 
Hey hoes, y'all are about to hear us jump randomly to another topic. Me and Grace spent five minutes talking about how she fold towels and I wasn't about to make y'all sit through all that. So when y'all hear another topic, don't be surprised, but I hope y'all are still enjoying. I do do some, I feel like some guys, I don't understand like when people, why people perceive being in, I think we already kind of talked about this, but I really just truly really don't understand why people get upset when they hear the phrase independent woman like why why is that a bad thing like you want me to be a hundred percent reliant on you for everything right even emotionally i'm not even talking about like financially i'm just talking about emotionally like what like i don't understand i feel like it i don't necessarily think men don't like it i just think it's the idea of what they think an independent woman is because like i was saying at the beginning i think at, you know think of it i think of those women like i'm a strong independent black woman i don't need no man like a woman that thinks that she doesn't need a man for anything like she can handle everything on her own which i guess technically we don't need a man but like if you want a man in your life you have to allow him to do things for you mm-hmm. so i feel like those women that feel like they shouldn't have to allow a man to do anything and they don't need a man for anything. Those are probably more so the people that like men are like, no, we don't Talking we don't about. want that kind of woman. Yeah. hmm Do you think you need a man in your life, Imani? I wouldn't say need. I feel like need <laughs> is a very <laughs> I feel like need is just a very strong word because I feel like if I say I need a man, that like in my mind that means like if I didn't have a man, like I couldn't, I couldn't go on my life. I couldn't, you know, succeed in my life and things like that. So I absolutely don't need a man, but I definitely am happy that I have a man. I appreciate the fact that I have a man. I am happy Mm. that I have somebody that I can, you know, have as a partner that can go through life with me, but Mm -hmm. I will never say need a man. That's just, that's taking a little bit too far. (laughs) Do you think you need a man? No, I agree. I think need is definitely... For me, it's not the right word. I think yeah. want is the right word. Like I, like you said, like I'm happy. I'm appreciative that I have one, but I don't need, like I don't need, like need is like oxygen. Like I need oxygen to live. Like I don't need you. Like I was, I want you in my life, you know, and I want, you know, want to spend life with, you know, my boyfriend. But at the end of the day, like if, you know, like if something were to happen tomorrow, like, I would have to figure it out and keep going on. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense. Like, I I think there's very few things in life that you need besides, like, oxygen and food, water. I mean, like, well, I mean, that's a good question. Do you need love? I mean, I think love definitely benefits people and yeah. can make you a better person. See, I think people need love. I, I do think that's a necessity. But okay. yeah. I don't think it has to be necessarily in the capacity of a relationship. It could be love like from friends or family. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Not just love from like the relationship as like from a, a partner perspective, but yeah, friends and family. Yeah. Cause I feel like if you become isolated, like, I don't know. I yeah. just feel like, and I mean, I guess I don't want to say you can't live without like interaction, but I just feel like it will be very hard to not have any interaction, like when you feel love, like you feel like you can be yourself with other people, whether that's like I said, like a relationship, friendship, family, things like that. I mean, I think 
people are not designed to be by themselves. You know what I mean? Like, to your point, whether that love comes from family, friends, you know, a partner or whatever, I, I think people do need love and they do need, like, just like that human connection and interaction. Because if you don't have any of that, like, are you just like not talking to anybody ever? Like, no, right. like, because, like, I mean, look at people who are like in solitary in prison. Like, that's proven that's not good for you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, these people, like, they're on lockdown 23 hours a day and they don't talk to anybody. Like, just from like watching the different documentaries, like, they say that's like hell. Like, that's terrible. Right. Like, that's no way for a person to live. So I think people do need like human connection, human interaction, you know, love. I think people do need that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? Now, the fact that we said that, now I'm just sitting here like thinking like, because we're saying that like people, like humans need love, does that mean that inherently humans can't be independent? Because if you need other people to survive, you cannot be like you have to be dependent on somebody else or other people in order to live and thrive i mean i guess that's a good question like because like what if you just didn't have anybody in your life that loved you i think you would still be okay to a certain extent or like i think i think if you still had like regular interactions with humans just in general i think you would still be okay yeah, I actually do agree with you because I guess even though you may not necessarily have people that love you, having that interaction and being able to talk to people that can keep you kind of going or something like that. So I definitely agree with that. But Gracie, I think it's time to wrap it up. So is there any last minute words you have for the hoes? For me, I'm going to wrap it up to just say that you can be a strong, independent woman and still be in love and have relationships that require love and still want to be and have connections with people. Yeah. And I think I'm going to just wrap it up the same way, like agreeing that you can be a strong, independent woman. That doesn't take away from the fact that you still want to be in a relationship or still want friends or still want that interaction. Um, and it doesn't take away from the fact that you may need people to help you in times like you can mm-hmm. be you can be independent but still need help at times. Like you can't do everything on your own. Exactly. There's definitely nothing wrong with ever asking for help. Yeah. Especially from your loved ones. <laughs> yeah. And your loved ones, they wanna help you. Like if people genuinely love you, they wanna help you as much as they can. So mm-hmm. you shouldn't be scared to ask for help. Exactly. All right, hoes, thank you so much for coming to another episode of Morning Cup of Hope podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed Gracie coming back for another episode. Uh, Make sure that y'all go to our platforms and subscribe. And we're now on Spotify, so make sure y'all check us out there and also leave a review. Gracie, any last minute words that you would like to leave for the hoes? Bye, and thanks for listening. All right, peace, hoes.